Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. We get minor illnesses frequently, colds, headaches, cold sores, mouth ulcers, all of the things that would imply that the immune system is not feeling its best self. Welcome back to another epic episode of the Menopause Coach Podcast. I am your host as always, Adele Johnston, the Menopause Coach, and this one is coming to you after a lot of conversations with many of you over the last couple of weeks. It's come quite apparent to me that many of you are not really sure what self-cares you should be doing, and I am here to help you. So I want to start off by giving you a little bit of background on how to do this, because I fully appreciate that not everyone is fully aware of what self-care is and how you should approach that for yourself in your perimenopause or menopausal health care. So it is something that I get asked a lot and it's something too that I actually asked myself this years ago when I first became aware of taking care of me first. It can feel quite like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't actually remember the exact day that I realised that taking care of me and my body was the priority and certainly that it wasn't selfish or narcissistic. That's a big one. And it's a funny space that when we're made to feel selfish for wanting to take care of ourselves first before we commit to others or their needs or their wants, that we can start to become a little bit uncomfortable with what judgment may pull up. So I'm really hoping that during this episode, you have a few light bulb moments. You might have a few trigger moments and that's okay. I just want you to feel very connected with you and listen in to what comes up and comes through for you during this. So it is a funny space when we're made to feel selfish for wanting to take care of us. And the hope is that you come away from here very enlightened and open to what you can bring in for your own self-cares. A little bit of background then. I probably hit a very all-time low point in my own life after my twin daughters were born in 2010. And I managed to survive the first couple of years of having twins and also well, quite a dramatic birth story, but also my husband becoming extremely mentally unwell. And I recall one very heartbreaking moment when he came to me and told me that he just, he just wanted it all to go away. He just wanted to go away from it all. And it was only when the girls were a little bit older that I realised I had been and still am. I don't think we ever fully get over this but I am still managing PTSD from that time in our family dynamic and our lives. And I accidentally and very thankfully found a pathway that created a new journey for me on my road to facing this time in life. And therapy was my biggest unlocking to what was possible when we allow ourselves to just get vulnerable with what's showing up. I must have spent the first five sessions of my therapy just in tears, unable to communicate succinctly or clearly, didn't even realise what I wanted to be communicating in all honesty. And I would come out of those sessions understanding that for me, I just needed someone to be there and listen non-judgmentally 
I didn't need a problem solver and I didn't need someone to tell me what to do. So this was vastly important for me in first and foremost appreciating that sometimes we just need space to be held. And that's an absolutely massive learning for anyone. Okay, absolutely anyone. I was never truly introduced to the term self-care. I don't ever recall ever being asked, did I know what it was or did I do self-cares? I accidentally kind of found this and it's a term that I used a lot myself when I attached a bit of meaning to what I needed to do for me so that I could give myself permission in a busy mind space and in a busy life to take the time that I knew I needed and craved, but I didn't always necessarily get every day. So it became something that I just instinctively started to build upon over the years. And I want to share with you what that's been like. I was instantly intrigued by how self-cares made me feel and how I encountered vast expansion from it. If you Google the term self-care, you're so likely to find lots and lots of endless top tips on how to meditate, how to do breath work and breathe properly, how to take time for you. And and although it is super accurate, yes, that's what part of self-care is, self-care being a term that gets to be what you need it to be in that moment, Okay. I'm asked by most of my private one-to-one clients when they start their journey with me, Adele, what is self-care? What do I do for it? Because by menopausal years, we've served others for so long. Innately, we've lost that big piece of who we are and that connection to what we enjoy and brings us happiness. It's important in your own journey through this session, we are in session, to help you to connect with what your own self-cares needs to be for you today, tomorrow and every day after that. My hope is that you can open your eyes to seeing self-care as a way to nourish yourself, to rebuild your energy up and to learn to heal from stress, okay? And proactively and reactively having tools in your toolbox. So self-care is not ever going to take all the bad stuff and all the bad times, and all the shit times, and all the stress times away, but it will help you to face and to cope in a better, higher esteemed way. Now, if I told you that I didn't watch the news, would you judge me? Well, that's a genuine question. Would you think me unkind for not keeping up to date with how the world is? Because in reality, it doesn't matter really what anybody thinks of anybody's life decisions, especially mine for not watching daily news. I made that years ago. In fact, when COVID news was consistently on the TV, on the radio, across social media, I made a decision that was significantly the best decision for myself and my family, but it was massively impacting on my family's mental health, on my mental health. And I was finding myself facing dark times again with family members and such. So the reality of news channels is quite simply this. Having worked for one of the biggest news broadcasters in the UK and broadcasts beyond there, I know firsthand how news is put together, how it's curated, how they really want to be the front and centre of all news pieces that break. But equally, you're never told the truth. Okay, so regardless of the news that we are watching, 
it's about what you choose to fill your beautiful mind space with. And I made the decision years ago that the news would not be it. I keep up to date with what I feel I need to know and I go and source it out. So I find it toxic and my mind deserves so much more than that environment. So I curate and I carefully cultivate that shift every day and what I consume and almost in an immediate shift, my entire family's happiness levels changed just from that one decision. So let that sit with you and marinate for a bit. So all of this is ignited in love for wanting to know more about what self-cares can do for us and how we get to build these tools to reclaim our power, our health, our happiness and why I'm sharing this episode with you today is so you get to do this. This is what life is about. We get to make these choices. Nobody, and I mean this when I say this, Nobody is 100% happy 100% of the time. 50% of your happiness is genetics. You are born with 50%. The other 50% is environment and choice. Okay, it's how we choose to show up. It's how we choose to react, respond, to do. That is your other 50%, which is vast. So let's talk about how you can empower your self-care's journey and what tools you have inside your toolbox for proactive and reactive response in your lifetime. I'm sharing this with you and I want you to understand that this gets to be a journey that you get to take on your own terms. So first, let's get familiar with understanding that self-care or self-care is an activity that you do that restores your energy, your connection and your happiness levels. Very important. This in turn will improve your health and nourishing who you are inside and out. It helps you become the best version of who you are and thrive in your life. Okay, if you're listening to this and you're an ambitious female running a business, it gets to be empowering for you to be the best version of who you are in business. If you're a career woman, it gets to be empowering to be the best version of who you are in your career. If you are an ambitious woman full stop and you're neither a business owner or a career woman, it gets to be the best version, the empowerment version of you in life. Okay, so you'll hear me talk a lot about life currency just now. For any of you that are really close to me and have been in my space for a while, you'll hear me talk about life currency if you're one of my clients, hello, welcome to the space, then you will always know that life currency is a core within how I show up and speak. And ultimately that life currency is your time here on earth, my time here on earth, our time. That life currency, well, it can be wasted. It can be spent mindlessly. We can freely have it taken away from us and unwillingly. Hey, an example of that might be waiting for people to show up for coffee or you're waiting for a train that's delayed. All of these are your life currency moments that are freely or unfreely being taken away from you. And we must always have a way to recharge that energy source in life. Otherwise, we deplete, we drain, we get irritable, we get moody, we start to resent And, you know, if we think of it like your mobile phone battery, if you're not affording yourself the appropriate recharge time, you will run flat. That's a fact. 
So regular self-cares gives you the best possible chance of coping with life challenges. And you know what? I refer to these with my one-to-one private clients as speed bumps in the road. We are always going to face speed bumps in the road. Okay, not every road, but some of the roads. And those speed bumps are known as speed bumps, not roadblocks. Okay, roadblocks would stop you from making progress and from continuing. That's not the case when we are supporting you. What the case is, is that you can either go over those speed bumps all around them. So there is solutions. Okay, and it's about how you come away from those situations in life and how you use that life currency. It's all choice. Remember that 50% DNA, the other 50% choice and environment. A vision exercise that I use with my clients is to think about a battle. And in that battle, it's your energy stores for that day. See, just visualize. Close your eyes and do this if you're not walking or driving. When people crave your time and your energy, that barrel is opened and the spout starts to flow. Okay, so we're visualizing a flow of a fluid coming out of that spout of the barrel. And if the barrel is allowed to continue to flow out and nothing comes back in, eventually the spout will slow, go to a drip before completely stopping. Burnout you crash. Your mood's agitated, you're snappy, your sleep is off, your energy levels are non-existent, you're just feeling empty in more ways than you can even fathom. And what I've observed in the years of supporting you in your menopausal health, happiness and success journeys is this, you don't take good care of yourself. You allow that life currency to be taken from you You allow other people to drain your barrel and you're left to deal with the impacts from it. And without the correct tools in your toolbox, you are not equipped to be able to deal with it. This is a recipe for full-blown physical and mental health meltdown. The World Health Organization actually predicts that by 2030, mental health illness and depression will be the leading cause of disease globally. That's no mean feat. This is not a small little thing that's going to just disappear. Okay, This isn't just about a little bit run down. This is health limiting disease. And because we impact our health through single thought processes alone, you create your reality in your mind space by thoughts alone. You think something's stressful and difficult, then it is. And you're dealing with it. Learning how to cope with these thoughts and reframe them is the difference in showing up and being consumed by a situation or showing up and navigating the situation well. Too much stress is dangerous for you. And we know that. Okay, we absolutely know that. We know what happens inside the body. We know how we feel when we're stressed. But too much stress over a prolonged period of time in a chronic version is very dangerous for you. It lies in your heart space and it manifests itself in physical and mental health conditions. And the evidence and research is massively overwhelming for this, in fact. And in this space of stress response, you really can't afford to be complacent about the impacts. And you can't just ignore it thinking it's just going to go away and that these are just the way things are. Okay, Remembering 50% is choice and environment. So you do... And you choose how you face into this. And I know that that might sting a little bit because some of you will think, well, 
I haven't chosen all of this crap I'm facing right now. No, you have not. But what you do choose is you choose on how you show up for that, how you show up for you. So this leads us beautifully into what happens if we don't show up for ourselves and then how we can. So if we don't show up for ourselves properly in times like this, then we can be facing complete and utter burnout. And for anyone who has ever experienced burnout, if you could see me now, I'm raising my hand, then we understand that the feelings that we feel, that we experience, are not something we would ever wish on anyone. So extreme tiredness caused by really significant sleep disturbance. We feel like we need to nod off, even though we've slept through the night, maybe not brilliantly, but we've slept. We have difficulty in switching off. We get minor illnesses frequently, colds, headaches, cold sores, mouth ulcers, all of the things that would imply that the immune system is not feeling its best self. Aches and pains that just don't go away and quite unexplained. Very low mood, suppressed appetite, poor concentration and connection, a lack of enjoyment in life, feeling stuck. Yeah, we don't really understand what our purpose is. We can have anxiety or fear, very irritable. And we can really pull ourselves into that catastrophizing stage of life where it's like everything's just going to shit. We just feel it. So this is about facing into these experiences and these symptoms that can highlight or indicate signs and symptoms of your barrel is running empty. And some of you that are eagle-eared listening to this, I know it's normally eagle-eyed, but you're not watching. So eagle-eared, you may say, but wait a minute, these are very, very similar symptoms of perimenopause, Adele. So how do we determine the difference? Well, yes, they are. But here's the thing. When the body is entering perimenopause, it is under stress. Okay, so the stress response more than ever requires us to show up for ourselves. So now imagine levelling up in your self-cares as a foundation in your health and the significant support that can have for your body during your perimenopause and menopausal years. So here's what I invite you to consider. In your own self-cares journey, I'd love for you to get clear on what brings you joy. Okay, just a simple question. What makes you happy? What brings you joy? And I would love for you to do more of that. It doesn't have to be self-cares equals a full spaddy. It doesn't have to be that glorious. We get to take micro moments. So think about what brings you joy and build more of that into your day. Build in daily micro self-cares moments. It might just be a moment of gratitude, a morning affirmation. In fact, go to episode 17 and that will support you. A 10 minute affirmation podcast episode. Have a bath, light some candles, do a breath work and gift your body and brain that kindness. Take a walk in a place of connection. For me, it's the forest or the beach. And I think that's the Virgo in me. You want to nourish yourself. Okay. And that doesn't just mean through food. Food is a really important part of it, but think about things like steps for health every day and the fresh air, sleep and relaxation, prioritizing them, journaling, connection with you, social connection with others. Yeah, when was the last time that you just down-tooled and let yourself free? 
enjoying who you are, your character. Yeah, you're very special and you need to be able to bring yourself into this world in truth. Think of those mood boosters and be very clear on your values and boundaries without them. You're wide open to having that life currency zapped and that barrel emptied. So values and boundaries must be in place. If you've never done values and boundaries work, please reach out. We can do that with you. Self-cares is not selfish. It's essential. And if you want to truly live in abundance and happiness, self-cares needs to be part of your everyday. Okay, it's part of your health. It can't be ignored. So a few little mantras or affirmations of self-cares that I want to leave you with on this episode today. Self-care is health care. Self-care is living well. Self-care is love. And self-care is non-negotiable. You can't be anyone's rock if you're crumbling. So do something today to fill up your barrel that brings you joy and happiness and allow yourself to connect with you for probably what's going to have been the first time in a very long time. Thank you for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for being here and listening to the end. Thank you for continuing to support yourself by showing up for each weekly episode that we land for you. As always, we respect and value you being one of our VIP members by subscribing and signing up to this podcast. Don't tell anyone, but you get early access. So shh. If you are not already subscribed, then please go ahead and do so. And you will also become one of our VIP members. We love having you here. We celebrate you, we support you, and we love you. And thank you again for showing up. Please go ahead and make sure you share this episode with someone else so they too can rock in their self-care love space. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing, to help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power. Because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.